0: Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Thursday, December 31st. Happy New Year's Eve. Uh, we are just over f- f- one week in the NBA season thus far. I think, I guess it was a week starting Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. Regardless, we're through the first week and we're ready to overreact to everything. Um, so. True. The Orlando Magic were winning the NBA championship.
1: Absolutely. I was actually, <laughs> that was going to be my first thing. My first thing was going to be, I I, I I knew that they were in first in the standings, and I was like, my first point is going to be how standings mean nothing, because the Magic still suck.
0: I mean, listen, I'm not going to say the Magic. I mean, they're going to be a French playoff team, as they have been the last couple of years. Yeah. They have like, uh, there's, I don't know how to describe their team. It's like a group of guys that are all solid, but none of them are like outstanding. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I mean I think that it, it's not same. There's four zero.
0: There's no yeah, way that that stays yeah, the way the it NBA, is. The
1: NBA avoiding to be a dumpster fire makes you half decent.
0: Yeah, but it also right. is makes you bad though too because you're never gonna. Yeah, it's especially exactly. in a place like Orlando, which you think might have some free agent draw. There's but With none. Miami right around the corner. Yeah, with Miami right not. around the corner. Right. There's there's not really any free agent draw, and they don't get high enough draft picks anymore because they always finish. At the eighth seed, or and then or their just outside. Are bad. So you know, congratulations to the Magic. I think you won the uh, the, the first, first week of week, the season. The first week of the season, but unfortunately, I think that's all you're, you're not getting. Win <laughs> yeah. I think it's
1: also that if you look at a lot of the teams, it's a lot of the teams that are like either they're young and they have something to prove, or they're just trying extra hard. And then the teams that are actually good are like starting to wake up and they're like, okay, we're going to have to smack these guys back down in their place in a couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: also, <laughs> just want to point this out. The New York Knicks are ahead of the Miami Heat and the, Sh- and the Milwaukee Bucks in the standings. True. So, Knicks fans, myself included, take a picture now because oh, <laughs> it will be the best it's going to get. <laughs> it is, it, that is, This is the peak of the season. Two and two for the New York Knicks. But I will say, Knicks two and two. They've had, they've had some good efforts. I mean, Julius Randle might be the best player on the planet. We don't know for sure, though. Uh, RJ like Barrett he had a, has... Sure a, he's a... not. All right. Easy. <laughs> uh, RJ Barrett's, you know, ha- had a couple games. I mean, of good he's games. good. He I a, mean, he's yeah, I know. He's had a couple of games early. Again, we're only four games into the, over the, into the season. So, like like I said, we're overreacting. I mean, Quickly a had a good bit. game. Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah. yeah, again. Knox had a good game off it, the bat. The team bed. is so young that... It's just, like, hey, hey, who knows what's going to happen at this point. I think it's a
1: lot like the Bulls. You have that one decent player. You have Randall. They have mm-hmm. Levine. And then it's a bunch of guys who are on their first contract. Yeah. So they're trying hard. But good for the next to, to
0: already get two wins this season. I mean, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big deal. It took you guys, like, three weeks to do that last year. So, <laughs> you know. Right, I don't want to hear it. We don't live in the past we live in the future okay i think we got we got
1: some interesting storylines to cover and i mean i i'm kind of glad that i'm wrong about this because i
0: hate rooting against people yeah gordon hayward is
1: actually playing really well yeah he's averaging like 23 and i literally saw the other night when my game ended
0: (laughs) when he put up like a huge stat line i was like well there goes both i mean he's like like, there goes both of our takes that he wasn't worth the money and He's yeah, not what he was, but uh, he's you know, an all-star as of right now, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're looking like we're gonna get that one wrong, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lamelo injured, b- so that's looking great for me. Before we get too far out the Hornets, this Lamelo Ball uh, had a rough had couple, a good fir- game. rough couple first games, but last night, or I guess it, was it last night or two nights ago? I can't remember. But his last, l- game. his most recent game, he yeah. actually put up a really, really good stat line. So, if he can become, I mean, he's not gonna do that every night. In his first year, but if he can come close to that, yeah, I mean, the year, easy. If he, if he can just kind
1: of curb that, I don't want to say attitude, because there's no indication that the dude doesn't work hard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But just kind of the overly flashy street ball tendencies that he kind of had in high school and in, in his year in Australia, because he can get away with it there, because he's just more talented than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But if he can kind of curb it, I mean, he's a he was a great shooter even back then. Well, he's already showed he has good court vision. He's a good size. There's no reason he can't be a decent defender. He's already showed. he's definitely more
0: talented than his brother. So he's already showed a couple times this season though that like he has really good court vision that I think yeah, a lot of people didn't talk about when he's coming in because they all knew the scoring. But like he is, I mean, he's got that flashy passer gold badge on 2k i mean he's oh yeah he's going he's looking I down think it's the also
1: on that chino hills team which we talk about it because i mean lonzo spent one year in college but the other guys didn't really go to college yeah lonzo was the ball handler and he was the guy getting the point uh, the assists, and it was more lamello just shooting and, mm-hmm. and scoring a lot but i think he's really a, a great playmaker in his own right mm-hmm. you know what i mean he's another one of these big you know pretty athletic Good ball handling, six foot six, six foot seven guys, and
0: mm-hmm. yeah. the league values
1: that these days, right? I yeah, mean.
0: for sure. Uh, another thing I want to talk about: another shock. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers just had their three-game win streak snapped. Uh, they're they're at three and one. They're currently, at, at the time of recording, they are currently losing to the Pacers in the third quarter. But I mean, did anybody see Cleveland winning three games to start the season? Nope. No. Will they win a lot of games this season? Also, no. nope. But that's a that's a surprise, a nice surprise. Again, I think it's another team that's just they're try harding really hard at the beginning of the season, right? <laughs> hey, they're they're trying to take advantage of what they can.
1: Yeah, I, I have nothing against that when your average team age is twenty three. Well, and the other
0: thing is like it's kind of interesting how you how you look at the teams like the top two teams in the East, right, are surprises: Orlando and Cleveland, right? And then sprinkled in there, you have the Hornets at the eight, right? Otherwise, it's kind of what we expected. But you look at the bottom of the East, you've got oh, the yeah. Heat, the Bucks, the Raptors, and the Wizards all off to really slow starts, especially the Wizards. I mean, Westbrook's put up triple-doubles, but they're losing a lot of games. And it'll be interesting to see. You predicted Scott Brooks would be early early fire this season. I mean, if, yeah, <laughs> if I they keep this up, yes, you will be 100% correct.
1: I think the Wizards, and I mean, even Westbrook himself came out on social media and addressed this, right? The dude. He's never been even a league average shooter, and now he's just, like, a very poor, long-range shooter. And you just cannot be a guard. I mean, you can, but it's not a good idea to be a guard that is not even remotely a threat. from t- They leave him open. They
0: sag off of him on pick-and-rolls. Because they know his only threat is his drive. Speaking of shooting, let's flip the script here really quick. Kelly Oubre Jr., congratulations on hitting your first three-pointer of the season, God, <laughs> the Him night? and Wiggins, him oh, and Wiggins.
1: Man. I cannot believe I thought Wiggins would be half decent. They are both just <laughs> I abomination. Hey, without looking at the stats, wing.
0: I want you to guess what is Kelly Oubre shooting from three to this season in four games? Ten percent, dude. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Higher, lower. You know, <laughs> you know, six percent, hey, dude. I don't know. Hey, you're close. Four point eight percent from dude, three point range. What is He's he? One, one for, for twenty four tw- or something? He's one for twenty one from three. One for twenty one. His first one of the other day against. That is against just the distance. Terrible. Not an ideal start. Uh, <laughs> but man, man, the Warriors as a whole have just been pretty, pretty awful. And even Steph hasn't really been playing that well. No, I expect that I to turn around, but that team is a is a tough watch right now.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why. Well,
0: I mean, you look at that team. Besides Curry, and like you could argue Kelly Oubre, even though he shot poorly, and besides James Wiseman, who's actually had a really good start of the year, that team is just a is just a handful of randoms, right? They they literally. I don't know, got, but
1: Wiggins, dude, Wiggins sucks. But I mean, you can't suck that bad and average twenty three points a game, right? I mean, come on, uh, Andrea man. Bargnani did it, and he
0: wasn't the worst player ever. I mean some would argue differently, but Yeah, but I mean come on. <laughs> that's just I, I don't know. To I, argue that, that 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 <laughs> that team that team's just they're not very good right now. Uh, yeah,
1: I it's that's really sad. I think I'm more surprised about them sucking than the wizard sucking.
0: Yeah cuz I kind of figured the Wizards would suck also cuz I don't like Westbrook. Another but. team shocking that they're doing but the Nuggets are 1 and 3, the Mavericks are 1 and 3. Lucas struggled last night. Yeah, they went from blowing up the Clippers. The
1: one win is blowing up the, the Clippers <laughs> by 50.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, but they got they got whooped last night. I think it was last yeah, night.
1: Yeah, and the Clippers and the Clippers one loss is like a 50 point at halftime mercy rule drubbing by the
0: And that the was Mavs. the one game that Kawhi missed, which leads me perfectly into last night we had masked Kawhi, and I don't know if you saw the pictures, but they are... He looks terrible. <laughs> that mask is literally terrifying. And and I right before we started recording, I just saw this. Kawhi, earlier today, says, quote, they start calling me Leatherface and stuff, but Serge can't talk too much. If we got him on the trading block right now... Yeah. Kawhi, proving he's the funniest man in the NBA. He's the most the unintentionally I, he is the most unintentionally funny person in the NBA, period.
1: I saw this I saw this on, on, on social media, and it was like, oh, we have to acknowledge that Paul George is a superstar. I'm like, no, we don't. We have to acknowledge that Kawhi Leonard is a superstar.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, Paul George I is just so inconsistent, right, to the point that I don't – I can't. I just can't with any sort of confidence label him a superstar. He reminds, he is, he he reminds me of the Newton. He is the tier right below – Superstar, because he can give it to you some nights, but then the other nights he just goes AWOL, right? Like, me, against, me, against the Nuggets. Let me let me argue you something. Paul George right now, not
1: when he was on the Pacers, Paul George is Chris Middleton with a better PR team.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both obviously really good shooters and very good defenders. I'd say Paul George you don't has... Hear, the, you don't hear people I, talk about Chris Middleton I'd the say, way they talk about Paul George. I'd say Paul George has... But I'd say Paul George is a little bit better defender, right? Then, than, yeah, than I mean, Middleton he was all defense. And and teachers, I think right? the reason Paul George gets that is because he did have that stint in in in, in Indy, right, where he was the guy and I he was very that. good, right? Like if Middleton yeah. were on his own team and was doing it, I think we'd hear differently. But I think yeah. it's because Paul George has been like the number one guy on the team. But, so well, people... that's why I
1: compared him to Cam Newton, right? Because Cam Newton, everybody remembers those couple years in Carolina where he was the MVP, and it's like aside of that, he's kind of not great and right it, not really yeah kind of not great and i mean i'm not just saying there's a I mean, salty pass let's not let's truth. not
0: mix this up though like paul george is still a no, top he's, he's 20 a player, good player easy in the nba maybe top, oh, yeah. top, even top 15 right maybe but depending on who you ask yeah basically you... i just think
1: that i just think that there are teams that are designed to be good in the regular season i think the clippers are a team that's designed to be good in the regular season and i mm-hmm. mean so far they're doing well but I always think that they're going to have that one or two nights where like either Kawhi or Paul shot isn't falling, and you see they're going to get just wrecked. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just got – that game against the Mavs, my mother doesn't watch sports, and she came to me and be like, did you see that game <laughs> that, that was with 50 points at halftime? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: switching gears almost completely, last night was the first game with a woman head coach. Becky, oh yeah, Becky Hammond came and coached. I William think she's Cox. going to be a full time. Oh coach yeah, in the near I, future. I completely agree. And here's the thing: like people, right? People are going to moan and groan about it. It's like, first of all, that's ridiculous.
1: That says more about you than it but says it's about like, anything it's else. It's one of those
0: things where it's like, bro, it's not. We're not talking about. coach We're yes. not talking about someone like playing, like a woman playing in the NBA, right? Which even still, like, whatever, that's a different argument for a different day. She's coaching, right? You don't have. There's, I just don't understand what this this mythological prerequisite is that you it have has to, have to be played a, the sport, but yeah. you also have to be a man to play, like yeah. right, like like Doris Burke. Doris Burt could go out and coach an NBA team tomorrow, and they'd be in a. Yes. They'd be. She'd be a better coach than like a third of the league. Easy, right? Not even yeah. a question. So I, I mean, good for the Spurs. Good for Becky Hammond. I mean, She's hey, gonna, the most she, successful women's coach in history is
1: Ari Emma, and he's
0: a dude yeah so right like, like you we can't have a have, female coach man you can't have a double standard right yeah but um yeah she's gonna be she's gonna get hired by you know one of somebody th- probably, and, and it's and probably Popovich, gonna be Cleveland
1: <laughs> it's probably yeah gonna be if Popovich if Popovich trusts her and let's be real Popovich knows more about basketball than yeah. you me and anybody listening so if Popovich trusts her I trust her honestly
0: I could totally see Popovich retiring and just being like she's the head coach I, I, think so. I think so I think, I think so I think he's setting it up for that and honestly
1: yeah. I'm cool with it yeah good
0: good for them uh, Spurs are also just such a well run organization they just, they, Yeah, they, never they just have, do things right <laughs> they don't have any problems like obviously they're not great right now that's because they just had a 20 year dynasty it's also because it's not a free agent destination right but also they but they in
1: terms of they're the perfect sm- small market team
0: yeah exactly they're
1: what the Bucks wishes they could be <laughs> That's not a shot yeah. against the no bumps. no it's, just it's the not praise of the
0: Spurs it's all smart small market teams aspire to, yeah. to do what the Spurs yeah. have done the last twenty years yeah they're Gonzaga in the NBA they're the perfect mid major mm.
1: um some other stuff I saw some some more James Harden rumors <laughs> and I want to put some of them to bed immediately <laughs> I saw James Harden to the Celtics for a package including Jalen Brown if the GM of the Celtics does this. I don't care how much good he's done for the franchise. He needs to be fired the day after it happens. <laughs> Celtics players, semi, semi went on his Twitch, on his Twitch and was like, yeah, we really don't want that. Cause he doesn't fit. Yeah. And if that doesn't say anything about James Harden and the culture of winning in the NBA, nothing will. Yeah. Cause players that want to
0: win, don't want to play with him because they yes, know that they will lose. If you lose.
1: are a contender, not named Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Do not trade for James Harden. Yeah, we cannot put this more bluntly In simple enough to <laughs> We we really cannot iron this out. Any the only team <laughs> that should do it is Philadelphia. Yeah, because, because they, they, have they have a need. Yes, and they have just
1: proven that their core doesn't work.
0: Mm, they need the a change.
1: Celtics duo gets better Although, every year. The Sixers duo has stayed the same the last two but, seasons.
0: Let's talk about let's talk about the Sixers for a second. Yeah, they might have a new guy. And True. and that guy is Dakota Mathias. <laughs> shout out Purdue. Uh, Dakota Mathias played his first NBA minutes the other day. He put up eight eight one and two or something like that in seven something minutes like or whatever. In so nine minutes, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, rookie of the year, but you get it. Maybe you know. <laughs> you get it. I mean, I looking at their out. starting lineup. <laughs> looking at their out.
1: starting lineup. Seth Curry, which I mean,
0: Seth Curry's he's not Steph, but Seth Curry under, hes underrated. He's, he's underrated. underrated, honestly. He's an elite
1: shooter. He's and a just because defender. his name's not Steph. He's still good. Yeah. Ben Simmons, no comment. Joel Embiid, we know he's the second best center in the league, if not maybe third best. Yeah. He just needs best to stay healthy. who you are. Yeah. Behind Jokic, he might be the best center in the league. And he needs to lay out the Big Macs. True, but I digress. Danny Green. Here's the thing with Danny Green. I don't know what Danny Green is.
0: Well, after the after the finals this past year, not a lot of people know what he is. Because he before that finals, everybody knew he's a clutch. He plays defense. He knows his role. He doesn't. He's not a drama queen. He doesn't demand the ball a ton. But right? is Danny
1: Green a starter on a championship team not named San Antonio?
0: No, I think he's the perfect guy off the bench on a playoff team. Yeah, because he because if, he can score in a second unit, right? And again, like I said, he's not he's not demanding the ball ten yeah. to fifteen times a game.
1: Yeah, because if I look at this team, aside, I mean... Um, and then they got, like, Tobias Harris
0: in there, too, which is, like, yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, we know he's I good. What? We know he's good. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't fit that team, right? Because... He, yeah, he's, he's like a small forward, but the they ball. have Simmons who's also like a small forward, but he's a point guard. But Tobias Harris needs the ball to score. So like it just doesn't make sense. Like Tobias well, Harris, I, I don't think it as like an awful score. Yeah, I do think it's not.
1: I, I don't think it's realistic that Philly keeps Simmons and gets Harden. I don't think that's realistic. No,
0: I, I mean, I think uh, the trade would involve Simmons would involve Simmons.
1: I, I just I don't see them giving up Embiid because we know he's the better player than Simmons, regardless of what dumb people on the Internet tell you. Um. And Tobias Harris on his own is not enough, no matter what you surround him with. And so, okay, if they have to give up Simmons, you could see Harden kind of slot into this lineup, right? Because Seth Curry, again, he's not the kind of guy who really needs the ball a ton. He can kind of play off ball because he's such a great shooter. Embiid, again, we saw, as much as people want to make fun of it, you could argue that the best Houston Rockets team was that harden dwight howard team in Houston yeah you could argue that was the best Rockets team I mean they made it pretty deep in the playoffs
0: when they had Capella too that that team was on on a different level I mean like they since they haven't had a big man like a true big man that team hasn't been the same and they get worse they've gotten worse since then I think too many
1: times too many teams try to be that that Warriors death lineup what they didn't realize is that Warriors death lineup was playing 10 minutes a night the rest of the time they had like Draymond at the four well and also like that happens That stands that somebody at center. That
0: happened naturally too. Like the Warriors, the Warriors found that out naturally. Whereas, other teams are trying to force that, and it's like no, no, no. And
1: also remember that team before they got KD, they didn't win. I mean, they won the one. But that team that went 73-9, and they ended up losing, actually, because partially due to a lack of size in the finals and nobody who could stop LeBron at the rim. Yeah. People want to talk about the stop from K-Love and the shot from Kyrie, but people forget that LeBron had his way Mm. driving on those Warriors team, And it's the same thing in Houston. They can't stop anybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned Clint Capella. I'm going to transition now to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. No, Atlanta Hawks. So that's the team he is on now. And they, I mean, that team looks very promising. Very yeah, I mean, we knew promising. John Collins was a, a well. John player. Collins is obviously a great young player. Trey Young, obviously a great young player. They've got shooters for days, and then they've got Clint Capella, who essentially all he does is is like pick and roll offense, right? And offensive rebounds, and that's all they need him to do. And that team, I mean, they're three and one to start the season. They look good. The Pacers look great. They beat the, they beat the Celtics once, right? Yeah, and I think. They they look really good. Demontis Sabonis is on beast mode this year, and yeah, he's And great. I saw something online that the col uh not the Colts got get my indie sports teams mixed up. Uh, the Pacers, Pacers. all the all a, a bunch of players came out and were basically saying like, oh, it's really refreshing to see the way that their new coach Bjork Bjorkgren Nate Bjorkgren that's an aggressive name. Uh, they like really like him so far, and they basically been kind of like yeah. It's a lot better than it was under Nate McMillan, who, from an outsider's perspective, it always seemed like he was a fine coach, right? And I he, I just never realized that he was not as liked amongst the players as as I thought. But Pacers off to a good start. They're going to be sick this year. DeMontis Sabonis is a freak. What was the stat line he had the other night? i got to look this up.
1: Something nuts. He, he was player of the week or something yeah, like
0: that. Yeah, he, he's so good. And, again, because he plays in Indiana, a lot of people – I don't think, pay attention to yeah, again, him. And think, because yeah, he's yeah, European, he went to Gonzaga. Uh, let's see. I think also because he
1: plays that fundamental, not super flashy style. In a I mean, game he's got 12,
0: and... 8, and 5 in the game that's happening right now in, and it's in like done. 25 <laughs> minutes, right? He's playing really well. Oladipo I, I is playing well.
1: This Hawks team, honestly, the roster looks pretty good. Yeah, so be, what I was to that's be what really what honest was, with yeah. you. It's, it's, I mean, DeAndre Hunter, we know he's good john mm-hmm. collins is a great young player Clint capella again he knows his role he gets boards cam reddish kind of overlooked at duke but people forget he was like the number one number four high school recruit in the country yeah right and like again he like hasn't that.
0: quite shown his potential but like the dude's gonna be good he's a shooter he's big right? we know
1: trey young is pretty good right i mean yeah we know he's... obviously he's among the, among the high usage guys even though he's statistically the worst defender in the league among the high usage guys he's actually not the least efficient so it kind of sort of works Bogdanovich I mean Bogdanovich one of the most underrated players in the league
0: yeah Bogdan Bogdanovich somebody can
1: yeah somebody can quote me on that I Bogdanovich is so underrated his his career stats are really good and people just don't talk about him maybe because there's so many other great small forwards in the league but Bogdanovich is a stud
0: really quickly I brought up Sabonis' stat lines this season and in four games Twenty-two points per game, eleven rebounds, and seven and a half assists per game. Wow. I mean, as a forward as a top, center on an Indiana Pacers team, he is near a triple-double, right? That's, I mean, that's he's an all-star. And player, yeah, I get and... it. It's four games, but still. Yeah. <laughs> but still. That team's nuts. Nice.
1: I think it's it's yeah, I think that the most the most interesting thing about that Indiana team is it's it's guys who for whatever reason were kind of cast off by previous teams, mm-hmm. and Indiana just Indiana didn't even realize that they would be this good. They thought they were scooping up contracts with draft picks for a rebuild, and then all of a sudden, they're good because mm. they had uh, I'm blanking on this Miles Turner. I mean, he was he's great. I don't know why people don't want his contract. Uh, I mean, he's amazing
0: because he, offensively he doesn't he doesn't really do a whole lot. He's almost like purely there for defense. Because in the last couple, yeah, of years he just says he hasn't really shown up on offense as much. But I feel
1: like does he really demand the ball that much on offense? Or is no, it but of like just like a Rudy Gobert thing he's, where like he'll get he, his but, points and. It but because
0: matter. he can shoot and he's so athletic, right and long, right? People, I think people expected him to be like a little bit more of like a presence offensively, just by the nature of who, like his, you know, physique and and yeah. skill set. But he just wasn't like he was. He deferred to the guards, I think, a lot. Just that's yeah. the that's that's the. That's what I got, at least, from people in Indiana when I was... Sad news that
1: school. John Morant's going to be out for a while. Yeah, that, I was looking at this that's at bummer. That's Grizzlies game, that's a bummer. I mean, he's already, you could argue, already a, a top half guard in the league.
0: Yeah, I, I would... Top half starting and guard. And he's also just... He's he's one of those players that just like must see television because he's mm-hmm. so athletic and he's such a good passer. Uh, Tuesday, the Bucks absolutely obliterated the Miami Heat and... Yeah, hit 20, 29 threes. Oh my gosh, they shot fifty seven percent in that game from three. That's
1: why I mean I'm not worried about the Bucs. No, I, I don't think they... anybody
0: is worried about the Bucks, and I don't think anybody's worried about the Heat either. I think it's just no. like early season slump. I mean, hey, what happens you want every a candidate for team. the
1: stat line that's not gonna last throughout the season? Who? <laughs> uh, Kyrie Irving shooting fifty three percent from the field and forty seven percent from three. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that lasting. I also don't think Kyrie Irving's gonna play a full season. So. Also true. Uh, I mean,
1: at 32 minutes a night, it's less than his what he's used to in his career. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, hey, I'll be the first to congratulate him if he changes his on-court habits and becomes a hyper-efficient scorer. But <laughs> until I see a larger sample size, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to join the people on Twitter and be like, "Oh, he's the best guard in the NBA." It's
0: like, hey, I you know we get on Kyrie Irving all the time, but today. Paid off college tuition for nine students yeah. from Lincoln University, so respect that. Obviously, yeah, respect that. Uh, we still think he's overrated on the court, but he does do. He does. He does do a lot of yeah. charitable things. So you got to give credit yeah. where credit is due. Yeah, I mean,
1: obviously, got to separate the art from the artist. You know? <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, there was something I saw the other day from. What was it? Yeah, uh, one team that like I have not heard anything spoken about them, the Suns. They're off to a good start, three and one. Yeah. As as I predicted, like I, I I mean, think we both saw them. I think we both saw them in the playoffs. But yeah. I, I mean, I might have undersold them initially. I think they might actually be a higher seed than what I had them. Yeah. At. Because they just look. I bad. hope
1: that Chris Paul can finally shed the reputation of just being a guy who puts up stats and loses. The Suns are one of those I, teams I that, like, Chris I'm Paul. not,
0: I'm not. I mean, obviously, I'm a Knicks fan, right? But like, the Suns are one of those teams As this a neutral, year. sure you root for, them. yeah, because like Devin Booker has been imprisoned right on that team for a few years now with no help. Chris Paul is a guy that I always liked because he's, you know, I think he's underrated in terms of just like oh, his yeah. IQ and his. Uh, like his play right and he gets the reputation of being you know a choke artist in the Man, playoffs a whole lot but, of
1: random guys on this team that are act- like each one more Kaminsky,
0: each one Moore is also another underrated player right like he just does his job which is shoot threes and like play defense and he was on that pelicans team and they they
1: had he him was in, good on the pelicans yeah though, but they so. had
0: him in like weird units and stuff like that but he played well so he's a good player for a playoff team right because he
1: one thing I've noticed is very democratic scoring on this Suns team. It's yeah. not any more... That's what you get uh, with Chris Paul
0: let off. Booker.
1: Chris Paul is, is not even scoring that much. He's putting up more assists than points. I that think... just shows you, this is a guy who's willing to put his stats aside to score. If you don't think that Chris Paul could go out and get 20 points every night, you're deluding yourself. <laughs> like, But he's like, you know what? I'm going to get five points, but I'm going to get eight rebounds, eight assists, not turn the ball over.
0: Right? Again, We're going to win. But also, if you have a Chris Paul-led offense, there's just better decisions are made. Guys get the ball, like different guys get the ball. I mean, so that it's just a smoother offense, right? It, like, it's crazy how much this team is different from last year before again, the I bubble. I
1: think the going to stabilize. He's not shooting well, to begin, but I think that's going to stabilize. Yeah. It's a small sample size, and we know that Chris Paul is at least a league-average three-point shooter mm-hmm. every single year of his career.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for,
1: for those who don't understand, the league average, I mean, it's gone up every single year, but it's usually between 35 and 36%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's been at or above that pretty much every year of his career. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, though, having a pretty good start to the season, I think that he kind of got, as much as I yell at everybody for not taking Luka first overall, and the Suns still should have taken Luka first overall, um, I think he kind of gets unfairly banged on because he was the first overall mm-hmm. pick. He's not bad, and he definitely should have been second.
0: Yeah, I think he was the next. That. I think he was the next best guy. It's in just that, draft that when
1: you him. had Luca, it's almost like—how do I put this? It's like Hakeem is always going to be remembered. Not Hakeem. Who went first in the Michael Jordan draft, dude? was it being stupid. Yeah, it was right. 1984.
0: Am I completely being an idiot? Wait, I'm. Um... Double checking because I don't want to get this wrong either. Um, 1984. Yeah, it was it was Hakeem. It was Hakeem. Okay, so Hakim, it was it's like the same thing. It was Hakeem, and then Sam Bowie, and then Michael Jordan.
1: Bowie and then Jordan. Yeah, obviously Jordan should have gone first in that draft, right? Nobody's debating that. Yeah. But people are always gonna remember, like people are always gonna remember that as the Michael Jordan draft. And it's like it's not Hakeem's fault that the dude drafted two spots behind him was amazing because he was a good player in his own right. And I think it's gonna be similar with. DeAndre. like I'm not comparing DeAndre Ayton to Hakeem Olajuwon, obviously. That's stupid. But it's the same kind of thing where just because Luka is so good that people are going to end up, I think, undervaluing DeAndre Ayton. Absolutely. I mean, it's the same deal with I think it's DeAndre the same Ayton deal is what James like, Wiseman wishes he could be.
0: Yeah, and it's like if, if, it's the same if deal. If
1: career goes perfectly, it's Ayton.
0: It's the same deal with a lot of the drafts. Like, uh, I mean, obviously the 03 draft with uh, LeBron, Andy Wade, and Melo, yeah. right? People remember that as the LeBron draft, but they forget. I mean, people don't. I'm not going to say people forget about D-Wade. But, I mean, people D. Wade remember is that. a great player People remember draft, that yeah. as the LeBron draft. And it's like, well, I mean. Yeah.
1: I think it's also, it's interesting. I think we're seeing less just complete, abject, trash can fire busts. But at the same time, you're seeing a lot more. I would say mediocrity at the top, and then stardom from the late and the middle, because look at the most recent drafts, right? You had Donovan Mitchell; he came out the middle of the draft, and yeah, he was like late, that guy was. Mid right? to late first Kuzma, round. Kuzma again; he came out the middle of that draft, or even the end of the first round, I think. And, and yeah, he was, was he was
0: around uh, he, he was in the twenties, right? Yeah, it was it was like mid to late twenties, I believe. Also, because he
1: came from a random school, didn't Utah, he from a completely random school, yeah,
0: not usually known for their basketball. I oh, Andrew but he was an upper-class name. Much... I mean, yeah, Kuzma was, uh, was picked 27 in the 2017
1: NBA I Yeah, I, something late. I think it's – but I, I do think it's good that we're seeing – and again, people are going to hate on me for this. Markel Fulks is not a trash can fire bust just because Tatum and Donovan Mitchell are really, really good. Yeah. He's still fine. Like, he's not – when, when you, people – Are way too quick to throw out the bust label. Like, even Andrew Wiggins isn't an abject bust. Like, he's still a decent NBA player. Bust is like.
0: Like, Anthony Bennett is a bust. Yes. (laughs) Anthony Bennett is a bust. Darko Milicic is a bust.
1: Yes. Those guys were out of the league in like three or four years. Like, bust is not. People also think that you're a bust just because somebody drafted after you was really good. You can't control that. Yeah. You can only control if you suck or don't suck. <laughs> right? And I think that it's it's a little bit unfair just because a GM made a mistake mm. and picked a go- Like, even though Embiid had broken his foot, like, three times, I remember reading mocks that year, and he was still going number one. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he was still the best player in that class. By a mile, it's just that people were so worried about another Greg Oden, right? Another seven. Well, I think the concern. I think the
0: concern with big men is always much higher than guards and back problems. Yes, because they deteriorate so much faster than guards. greg
1: odin honestly i he got a raw deal i mean
0: like he's a bust because he didn't pan out the way he did but he's not a but but yeah that's the thing is it's out of his control because it was injury related right like it wasn't it wasn't bust because he was bad at basketball no he was a bust because he didn't get to play consistent enough that like he achieved his his potential right like
1: anthony bennett played and he was just bad like we just saw that he sucked
0: (laughs) right yeah i mean cleveland's had a nice little string of bad picks recent in in yeah. recent years uh, although i have
1: to say people always kind of bang on lebron for like he trades your draft picks I, actually no we need to have a little personable moment here people always <laughs> are like oh lebron will strip your franchise for the next 10 years to yeah, win you that one title really... but it's i'm gonna be brutal here how many franchises mm. can realistically consistently count on winning an average of one title every eight to ten years There's like three franchises in the league that can count on doing that. And two of them are the Celtics and the Lakers. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So if you're not one of those teams, yes, you – I think every fan, every real fan of a team would happily – Absorb eight to ten oh, years of a bad Are you for one championship.
0: I would trade the Nick the last ten years of the Knicks for one championship. Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's this is why it's so stupid. The average team in the NBA, there's so little star power in the NBA mm. that to trade ten years of who knows what crapshoot draft picks and young players for a guaranteed ticket to the final, which is what LeBron James mostly is is a trade that every GM would do in a heartbeat. And if you don't do it then you're a bad GM. Mm. Because how many teams can count on that on that normally? There's yeah. so few teams. Like there's a statistic out there, that aside of the 04 Pistons and that one year that the Warriors went to the finals, there has been no team in the last like 25 years that made the finals without a first team mm-hmm. All NBA player. Yeah. And let's be real that Warriors team, KD and Curry both should have been first team, but they were just second team for some stupid reason, right? So forget that and just yeah. think about the 04 Pistons. And the 04 Pistons had like three dudes on the second team. Mm-hmm. You do not go to the finals without top eight to 10 players in the league. It's just that simple. Yeah. It, this isn't the NFL, right? This is the NBA. Mm-hmm. So you have to gamble. That's why trust the process. I don't hate on trust the process. I think Hinkie's a genius mm-hmm. because that that team. What's better to be trash for five seasons and then be making the playoffs consistently, or to be mediocre like the Hornets, be an eight
0: seed and draft in the middle of oh, the lottery yeah. every no, year? Oh yeah. No. Again. Again. I mean, it, it's hard to say in the moment, right? Because obviously losing stinks, but but I would a thousand percent take take. Three to five just awful years if it meant, okay, but we're going to have 10 to 15 years of, like, consistent, decent, very above-average play, right? Like, anybody, I think, in their right mind would agree with you on that. Uh, I
1: think the teams that are consistently bad, they're more consistently bad because of their own screw-ups than anything, like, oh, a player I mean, there's a reason that
0: that the same teams are bad every year. Yes. Like, it's not... It's not rocket science, yeah,
1: especially teams that are not even in that Sh- bad market. Speaking
0: of teams that are bad every year, the Cleveland Cavaliers are now down twenty points to the Pacers at the end oh, of the damn. third
1: quarter. Who's but, going off for the Pacers?
0: Uh, Pacers are doing again very democratically. They got five guys in double figures. Nobody above twenty. Like What's I mentioned, the
1: starting lineup for those guys. The starting lineup: Bonus Turner, so
0: Sabonis, Brogdon, Oladipo, Turner, and Aaron Holiday. It's the starting lineup. That's I mean, that's a that's pretty good. very good lineup. <laughs> a, and then off the bench, you've got. Dougie McBuggets, Justin Holiday, T.J. McConnell. T.J. McConnell, but oh, it's no, they essentially Dougie run. The they essentially
1: ruining my college bracket. They
0: essentially have six guys that play. Yeah, And uh,
1: Oladipo, talk about a career turnaround.
0: Yeah, I mean, he. The thing is, this team is so balanced. Again, like I said, they got 19 from Savonis, 15 from Brogden, 12 from Oladipo, 12 from Aaron Holiday, and 13 from McDermott. Right. Hey. Like Odd
1: comparison here, Sabonis and Siakam, kind of similar,
0: or am uh, I reaching? A little bit? I think you're reaching a little bit. They're very different play styles. Like Siakam is like long, skinny driver, but he does it with like finesse. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. Sabonis is a little bit more of a bruiser more of a than people. Guy. Yeah, but he's more of a bruiser than people give him credit for. Like he, is I just
1: remember player. him being a finesse guy at Zaga. That's why yeah. I, was I mean like, he, you know
0: <laughs> yeah, he was then, but I, I don't know. I just from the few times I've seen him play either in person but also on tv i just get the sense that he's a little bit more physical than siakam and he's not as much of like an outside scorer as siakam is but cleveland i know you have uh feelings for the feelings about this guy colin sexton he's got 22 he's averaging like 25 points a game this season which is i think i mean i I don't think expected but
1: yeah I, i think if if Look
0: at he's averaging downtown. 25, 2, and 4, essentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, I expect the shooting percentages to cool off, but hey, if he develops himself a nice outside jumper, I have no problem with admitting he's two, that two, he's two pretty two good. From downtown today. I just I just think, I mean, you're a lead guard, right? You're averaging 38 minutes a night, and you get not even four assists.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's not ideal, right? I mean, the but fact that Larry... He's going
1: to be off-ball, right? Larry, Larry Nance I mean, is at
0: six foot. Larry Nance is the assist guy right now. I mean, he's got five in that's this game, true. and he's averaging almost five on the season, which just I don't shows think... You that you, I, don't I, ever, Garland, I don't think I ever I don't think I ever expected myself to say that. I mean Darius Garland's playing fine too. He's shooting today he's shooting 50% from the field, 60% from three. I mean he's, he's Osman quietly having
1: himself a good season.
0: I mean he, he had a decent game the other day. Yeah, uh, that,
1: 41% from 3, 44% from the field, 13 points in 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. For the 7th dude, it's not so bad.
0: No. No, no, not at all. And I'm honestly kind of surprised he's their seventh guy. I'm surprised he's not starting. Like he's he's getting benched over Dante Exum. Exum.
1: Well, I don't think Exum. Normally it's Exum's their starting.
0: Exum's starting small forward. Wait, isn't he like a point guard, dude? Yeah, but he's. I mean, uh, there was always that talk. Oh, he's a point guard, but he's six six, so he's uh, he's like a he's the guard <laughs> of the future. We all know how that turned out. Dante Exum's Man. garbage. Hey, speaking of guards that
1: Utah just drools themselves over for no reason. Remember when Chris Paul against... Fuck, what was the dude at Utah's name?
0: The Darren guard who went? Darren Remember when that was a real debate? Hey, Darren debate? Williams was nice at Illinois though. God. <laughs> just to be clear, that debate
1: is not only stupid now, that debate was stupid always.
0: And will continue to be stupid. Now, nah, Darren Williams had one of the cleanest... Crossovers of all time. I won't hear any disrespect.
1: Darren Williams done in the NBA at age twenty-eight.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Darren Williams was on the Cavs teams with uh, with LeBron. Yeah,
1: it's like the ninth. Hey, can hey he won a ring. <laughs> oh man, so many guys in the league have to. He thank was LeBron part of that. He giving them he a was, ring. He
0: was part of those Nets teams with Paul Pierce and KG. Man,
1: like, hey, you know why Dwight Howard's career is not a meme? Because LeBron gave him a ring. <laughs>
0: I mean, even without that ring, his career would have No, go. I know. But he would
1: have been known as another guy who was great but never could win.
0: Mm-hmm. See,
1: people hate on LeBron, but he's just Santa Claus, dude. He's giving a <laughs> raise to all the people who don't have them. <laughs> Yeah, Very true. This oh, is very man. true. See, what is I, the I want the awesome Mavs game? to start winning, dude.
0: So we got Wizards, Bulls that just started right now. We got Sixers, Magic. Cinema, hey, man, eight. if the Wizards
1: aren't careful, that hungry-ass Bulls team is going to run them off the court. <laughs> a bunch of
0: young guys with nothing to lose. Exactly. 1-3, um,
1: they're going to be angry?
0: Kings Rockets, Knicks Raptors, Pelicans Thunder, and Suns Jazz. That'll actually be a good game. So, eh, not just, the best matchup Just tonight, to go back to the, the
1: Wizards, because it's fun to make fun of the Wizards. <laughs> they're not losing to good... I don't want to say good teams, because the Magic are far They're not, not losing to the gonna... best. They're not using to oh, good oh. personnel. They're not losing to good personnel. Mm. And, uh, I mean, I know Westbrook easy to make fun of him. I think Bradley Beal is just showing that he's more of the modern type of player. Well, he's the guy that
0: you want to build around versus... Yeah. And I think... You know, a guy like Westbrook. Even though Westbrook is still obviously very good, a very good player, yeah. right? I think Beal his triple-doubles one... are just so... Well, it's just like at this point know, They're now... like cotton candy. It's a lot of air. Yeah, well, at this point now it's a little bit of like empty calorie because it's like, yes, you got a triple-double, but... Okay, now you're actually not winning games. Like, it, when they were in OKC, right, he needed a triple-double. Like you double so kind of winning. But you needed a triple-double from him in order to win. Right now, it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, we get you're going to have a triple-double every game. Like, that's just going to happen. I just think he cares but, more about that than... I know, and a lot of people have said that over the past. I do think he it does want to win. Like, everybody knows Russell Westbrook's intense as they come. And clearly, the dude wants to win. But at the same time, like... So he doesn't
1: change his I think, behavior. I think though, he's you
0: know? also... I don't know how to say this. He he wants to win, but at the same time, if he gets a triple double and he doesn't win, it's not the end. I don't end think of the he's world. too sad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's it's a it's a season like it's not changing his uh, his attitude. But because it's like I, I do also expect want... the Wizards to turn around. I don't think they'll. I don't think will they'll, they'll be bad the whole season. I think they'll. I think they'll. Yeah, they're not gonna run away with things, but they'll be better. Here's
1: here's just what I wonder. Right? It's if you're getting that many rebounds as a guard. Because the assists, I mean, I have no problem with my guard getting a lot of assists. I'm cool with that. I, that's why I I kind of reject that he's a, a ball hog in the traditional sense because like, he gives the ball to people, but it's also he turns the ball over a lot. But with the rebounds, it's, man, what are you doing that close to the rim that you're getting 15 rebounds, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, you know what I mean? It's like, shouldn't you be out at the perimeter playing defense on your guy? <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which
1: is why I value Jokic, because people are like, oh, you love Jokic so much, like, he gets triple doubles. Jokic gets triple doubles, but I expect Jokic... Jokic's role is to get triple doubles, because he he should be
0: close to the rim and get rebounds, right? Yeah, and he should be dishing to shooters when they're open, or dishing to guys cutting to the rim, right? And it's more natural his way. It's more natural his way. Notwithstanding the small sample size of the season, the Nuggets win games, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Curious how Avi Jet turns out, though. I mean, he's had kind of a slow start this Kind season. of a mess start, but tough situation for him. I mean, honestly. but also so have the Wizards as a team. So like you yeah, can't exactly. really expect too much. Uh, Pistons are still bad. I mean, we could go. Tough for the Blazers times, but... losing Zach Collins. That's I mean, yeah, loss. but they—he was out to start the season, though. I'm pretty sure. So. Well, it's tough for them to not have him. Well, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> I still think they'll be fine. Yeah, and obviously I mean... better when he gets back, but. They're at two and two, but they'll be better. I mean, the, the Blazers I just enjoy watching. Yes. I just I, I just like it's hard to Blazers. not root
1: for Damian Lillard as and much CJ as...
0: McCollum. Like yeah. they're both just so good. CJ always... McCollum,
1: what a story, man. Kid came out of Levi, Lehigh and he is just tearing up the NBA since he got there. Yeah.
0: No, I, it's just like a fun so team it's to the watch. the high school recruiting rank and, and they're easy nothing. to root, easy to root for. So um, now I see Damian
1: Lillard too came out of a nobody. Weber school State, rank. yeah, Weber State.
0: But yeah, that's that's just about covers it for week one. As we mentioned, there's a bunch of games tonight, a bunch of games this weekend. As we move into 2021, which is I think. Fantastic. once we
1: get to about 20 games we'll actually start to know like well starts. and it's
0: like now you can, then you can start re, you know looking at projecting the stats, out but you can also look at the stats and say okay that's sustainable or that's not sustainable you know what i mean so yep. we'll, we'll keep doing these like weekly recaps uh so we'll be back around this time next week with yep. week two recap we'll talk about what's going on in the league at that time and More then, trade
1: rumors because of the compacted
0: season. The trade deadline will be coming up in a few short weeks. Yeah, which is crazy. But <laughs> yes. until then, we'll see you next time. See. You. Enjoy your New Year's.